Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Firm Focus Podcast. I'm Thad Mangalino, your peak performance coach, and thank you for listening. I started the Firm Focus Podcast to empower and equip individuals to achieve peak performance. My goal with you is I don't want this to be just another podcast. I want to try something different. The old way isn't working and it's on us to do what we need to do to strive. This is the time for you to make the decision and take action. Your 20 years from now starts today. Stay focused. Let's get it started. Hello folks. I hope that you're all well, healthy and safe. Did you miss me? I know you did. Yes, you did. But hey, I've been tinkering in the background and I haven't forgotten about you and I haven't forgotten about the podcast. I'm still here. Hey, look, we are nearly 40 episodes in, heaps of downloads uh, from overseas as well as here in Australia. Thank you so much. Think about it. We've been together for over a year now and, uh, you know, if you like it, Put a thumbs up on it, share it with others. That'll be awesome. By the way, thank you for the the peeps who uh, reached out in the last few weeks. You know, just seeing how I am and, and how the podcast. Oh, actually, where's the podcast episodes? Um, I'm still here, folks, and thank you for the people who um, slid me on the DMs. And uh, we're back. We're back. But guess what? Today we have a special treat. I had an opportunity to uh, interview MMA fighter Josh Grove for my Philippine Times article, and it's actually out now online. And uh, but you know, hoping hoping that we have space in the newspaper because it's jam packed next month, according to our editor, that it should be, that it will be there as well. So hopefully it will be there in. Um, the June episode of May episode actually just timelines with uh, with editors and printing so I had to rush it <laughs> and so I grabbed the opportunity and uh, reached out to Josh Grove he's got a fight uh, on May 7th which is uh, by the time of this recording is tomorrow and I had a chat with him and uh, and I said, look, um, I know you're getting ready for your fight and you have things that uh, you're planning before the before, before next week. And I said, I'll just record and I'll, I'll scribble away while you're talking. So Josh was kind enough to do that and uh, spend some time with me. In this episode, folks, you will hear background noise because we are at my local cafe over in uh, Nico's Cakes in, uh, at Eaton Mall in Oakley. And uh, the time of recording or the time of the catch-up was around the lunchtime rush hour. So you would hear people's, uh, I don't know, chewing, <laughs> eating, drinking, uh, phones ringing in the background. And you know me, you know how I operate. This is a Jay-Z one take, no edit moment. So uh, we just rolled with the flow or flowed with the go. And uh, hopefully you enjoy uh, listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed the conversation I had with Josh. Um, as I said, Josh, you know, is busy or is busy at the time of um, before the recording. 
know, preparing for his fight um, on the May 7th. And it's going to be actually at uh, Melbourne Pavilion. Tickets are still available, folks. So by the time you hear this, you can still get him online. He's the first uh, card on the main event. And uh, it is also available uh, via UFC Fight Pass under Eternal MMA. So don't forget, though, when you when you go and um, purchase the, the fight um, through UFC Fight Pass, there is a checkout code, and, and the code is GROVE, G-R-O-V-E. And make sure you put that, um, and so they can uh, they can see how many people love and support Josh. And uh, look, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I will definitely watch this fight, and, uh, and I'm also looking forward to his future bouts as well. So without further delay, hey, folks, I, I did miss you, and uh, I hope that you miss me too. Uh, if not, hey, I'm glad you're here listening. <laughs> Without any further delay, please welcome MMA fighter Josh Grove. Hey, Josh, thanks for uh, taking time to have a coffee with me, man. Have a conversation. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Ah, uh, that's all good. All good. Hey, um, so tell me, you, you, we. Oh, I just wish we had more time to catch up and, and talk and things but uh, you have a fight this coming Friday which is what May 7th yes correct May 7th yeah, yeah. and um, tell me how, how are you how are you feeling for, about this fight feeling feeling really good to be honest really confident it was a bit short notice but like I never stop working I'm always ready yeah. and um, it's on UFC Fight Pass on Eternal MMA yeah. so it's good exposure and I, I think it'll be a really good show so we can just watch it on their phone and, and uh, yeah, online any, anywhere really yeah. like Fight Pass I think they have their own separate stream um, maybe Fox Sports, perhaps. Yeah. Um, live as well, if you want to grab a ticket. It's still available online. So where, where is this uh, event? In Melbourne, obviously, right? right? Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, it'll be in Melbourne, um, at the Melbourne Pavilion. Uh, I think, I believe, doors open at 6, and yeah. the main card kicks off at 8. So I'll be opening up the main card. So. Oh, awesome, awesome. No, that's good. It's always, it's always good to... Uh, uh, promote and, and the reason why um, I've got you on the podcast as well is to help promote you man and uh, and uh, it was uh, actually uh, folks who were listening I'll give you a bit of a background uh, someone reached out uh, to one of the editors of the Philippine Times and uh, as you know I write an article there and uh, they said oh look contact uh, Josh's mum and I said uh, nah I'll do better than that I'll actually slide on the DMs and <laughs> and get to it and that, that's why we're here and having coffee here in Oakley so uh, yeah. man thanks thanks once again yeah yeah no, uh, no worries thanks for having me again like yeah. I was super excited to hear it I'm super passionate about the Philippines and Filipino fighting and just all about it yeah awesome so what I'm going to do folks is I'm going to write the article and also put this on the podcast as well so um, Josh uh, you will hear more of him because uh, he's not only up and coming but he's re- really exciting um if you haven't seen it yet, check check him out on YouTube. So uh, yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, speaking of which, man, tell us about your journey in the you know not not here from you know from where you were to to this cafe, but uh, to your your martial arts career, MMA career. Easy. So I started when I was about fifteen. Um, just typical starting out, wanted to lose weight. You know, I, was, I love my food and I still do, but you know, I was a bit too into it. So I joined a gym and. Um, I just saw the fighters in the gym, the professionals, and I wanted to be like them. And I had my first fight about six months later when I was 15, and I just never looked back. It's literally, literally all I've ever done since. So was that a a win or a a draw or a loss or your first fight? So on the day, it was more like an exhibition thing, but I had two fights, and um, I finished the first one by TKO, so I won. 
and then the second one I won by a decision. So it was a good day. Oh, that's a good start. That's a good start. Yeah. And so, what? Um, here's a here's a hard question. What did your mum say about uh, you wanting to be a fighter? So, like at first, it's pretty obvious. My my parents were not really that into it. Yeah. They thought like, oh, you just play in the gym all day and. I guess as time grew on and I got sponsors, I got to go to Thailand, I got fights around Australia, I got flown around a bit by promoters, they, um, they saw where I could lead and they're, they're all about it now. Hey, tell me this Josh, I read somewhere that uh, your nickname is what, the Peanut Butter Kid? Is that right? Yeah. How did you, how did you get that nickname? Yeah, so the Peanut Butter Kid, I used to like, I wasn't like that educated on my diet before as much, <laughs> so I used to just rock up the training. Just peanut butter jelly sandwiches throughout the whole day. Like, that's that's all I had about. I'd maybe go through a whole loaf because I used to just train so much. So, all just peanut butter jelly. Wow. But your, your metabolism must be, uh, you know. How old are you now? Uh, so, I'm 22 years old. And, yeah, I've always had a sharp metabolism as of now, recent years. But um, my diet's better now as well. Yeah, dude, dude, I envy you. I'd love to be 22 again and have that metabolism. So, uh, that's good. So, tell me, um, before we started recording this, you, uh, we talked about uh, you spending some time in Thailand. Do you want to just uh, tell tell the folks listening what that experience was like and, and what did you learn from it? Yeah, so uh, I fought in Perth. Um, I just turned 20 years old. And then shortly after, I got the opportunity to go to Thailand. And I went for a bit. I did about three months. Uh, I, that was amazing. That three months, I fought three times. Yep. So I was pretty active. And then... I came home and like I got some stuff together and I went back shortly after for about a year and a half. Um, just I just man, I loved it honestly. Like I learned so much and I, I lived and breathed Muay Thai. I just compared it to like uh, John Wayne Path sort of story. I lived I lived with the Thais. I cooked with the Thais. I socialized, hung out with them. I I lived literally at the back of the gym with them because they liked me so much. So it was awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That's like what I call immersion, yeah? Like really, really getting into it. And so the folks uh, listening, uh, John Wayne Pa, look him up. He is like, uh, shall we say, I don't know, you'd agree with me, one of, one of the all-time greats in Muay Thai, yeah? Yeah. yeah? yeah. 100%. John Wayne's Pa story, like his documentary on YouTube, uh, Blessed with Venom, that also inspired me a lot to go over there. And I just like, I'm just so happy and grateful I can recall this experience and like, I can sort of compare and simulate it like similar so yeah. like, you, you fought in Lumpini yeah yes yeah, so I got the opportunity down the track at my stint to fight a Lumpini and man it was man it was so such an experience yeah. so loud what's the training like over in Thailand compared to your training here now in in, um, in the gyms that you train at it's definitely different the the training in Thailand is so different compared to Western style training very old school in Thailand Lots of running, lots of skipping, lots of pad work, sparring, clinching. Are you like kicking trees and stuff, banana trees at all? No. There's a lot of people that like do that <laughs> just for like the clout, you know what I mean? Like just to post it on social media. But yeah, yeah. I never did that, but I definitely, man, I got, it was kind of like hell to an extent. Like good, but like my trainer really just pushed me like to the edge, like so hard. Oh, that's awesome. No, but it's... um. With the, the preparation that you're doing now, I mean, you, me looking at you, you look like you're on weight already. Um, how do you maintain that? Uh, because, you know, there's weight expectations all the time. You don't want to be overweight. You don't want to be too much underweight. How, how, do you, how do you keep yourself in peak performance all through the year? So, like, 
as I've stepped up my career as a professional, I am I just keep it like I'm pretty disciplined like throughout the whole year because I it's my job pretty much full time. Um, leading up to a fight though, I really then I really tighten it up and man, I'm so disciplined on my diet and everything like because you just never know these days. Short notice fights, it's such a reality of a fighter's life. Like you just never know. Well, here's a question for you: What do you prefer, a longer training camp or a short notice fight? Ooh, that's a tough one. I think, <laughs> I think here in Australia, I prefer I prefer to be prepared and yeah. just do like a proper camp and do my weight cut, my dieting, all that. Yeah. But in Thailand, it's different because you're sort of always ready. And then with the Thai trainers, they'll just dial it up maybe a week or two out. You're sort of always ready to go because yeah. you're so active over there. So, did they do a lot of heavy sparring, or just mainly working on the fundamentals over in Thailand? So, over in Thailand again, very different. Because their 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 sort of lo- uh, logo is like fight a lot. Mm. Their sparring and tr- their sparring is super light, mm. super light. But their training is hard, so you're always fit and ready to go. Yeah. Whereas here, it's sort of the opposite: less yeah. active with more preparation. Yeah, uh, that's that's good. Less active, proper preparation. But I read somewhere that uh, I'm not sure if you read it as well about. Uh, uh, having doing 10,000 hours of something, you become a world expert at something, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you've racked up more than 10,000 hours in, in, in what you're doing. Um, what do you do on your off hours, off time, when you're not training? Sorry, you, have, you were just drinking coffee. Oh, Sorry. Right, <laughs> have right. a sip, man. Have a sip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do you do on your spare time when you're not training, on your off times? So my off times, man... I like I like to just get away. Like I love adventure. I love to just get away. I love my cars. So I just I recently just got like a a new car. I got a Roadworthy finally. It's like an old Skyline, uh, nineteen eighty seven R thirty one. Are you kidding? Yeah. So I finally hey, got you, a. You're gonna have to show me a photo later. Yeah, <laughs> finally got a Roadworthy after about three months or two three months and um, getting it registered on Wednesday. And uh, I love to just drive it, man. Drive it around like Victoria yeah. and the country and just explore. Yeah. I just love, I'm a curious person, you know, yeah. I love to explore. Uh, that's it. So who are your um, inspiration in, in the sport of MMA or outside of MMA? Who, who are your influences? Who do you look up to the most? In MMA and just the sport in general and whatnot, I really, like, I really look up to, I'd say my trainer in Thailand that trained me because, like, I feel like he's changed my life. My mindset, my mindset in fighting, he's just, that year and a half I spent with him, I still have contact with him now, like, he just, he really did change me, mentally and physically, yeah, for sure. Well, outside of the sport, who, who inspires you the most? Outside of the sport, I'd say my mum and dad, I'd like to, my mum and dad in the Philippines, I'd like to really give back to obviously my family and to the Philippines, like, I feel like they have certain people of need in the Philippines. I really, like Matty Pacquiao, he gives back in his own way from what he's gained and achieved. I'd love to do the same. So do you go back frequently or when was the last time you've gone, gone to the Philippines? So man, it was, it was a while, just before COVID lockdown hit, I was supposed to go from Thailand to the Philippines to visit. So maybe around March I was booked to go. Oh. But it's been maybe like a year and a half, two years since I've been. But I'm now I'm dying to go back. <laughs> I love the food. You know what <laughs> I mean. What's your favorite Filipino food? Oh, I love, I love sweets. I love like lychee flan. <laughs> you know, I love lychee flan, halo halo, ube ice cream. 
I love I love everything, man. I love all to see now. I love all the food. Oh, awesome, man. That's all right. And uh, man, but uh, yeah, you got to watch the weight. <laughs> but you, as as we said earlier, you got a high metabolism, so it's just gonna like that. With me, man, I I look at the instructions in the back of back of uh, a packet. I gain three kilos. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> nah, but it's all good. Hey, so I'm jump, jump, just jumping from from um, one thing to the next. But what I really want to get get into is is the your, your mindset as well, right? See, I was looking um, online and just watching your previous fights, right? Yeah. And um, and I've seen a vast difference in 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 what's posted out there. Yeah. So, like one in particular was uh, the one in, with uh, I think I'm not sure if it was your debut fight with the. Uh, Brody Pino. Ah, uh, yeah. Man, I saw that. And for those people who, who are listening, check it out on YouTube. And, and what, I, what I didn't like was the, I'm not sure if you, if you like it as well, when, when, the, when the commentator was calling it out straight away. I was like, yeah. first 60 seconds, it was yeah. like, dude, you know, you don't underestimate the heart of a champion. That's it. But looking at it there, you, if, you're not a, if you're not in the situation or you didn't see you train and do all that stuff, they would, they would call out the same thing as well, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. While you were in there, in the midst of that battle, yeah. what was going through your mind? Oh man, it was it was obviously a war. Yes. And it was a tough fight. Um, man, I remember because he knocked me down pretty early, and he, yeah. that's probably the hardest I've ever been knocked out. My, knocked down, sorry. My legs went down and everything, and I sprung back up. Man, I didn't know my memory, like where I was, what I was doing was just gone. I just knew. Oh really? I was just in fight or flight mode. I just knew I was in a fight somewhere in Australia. And I just sort of went to autopilot. It was yeah. it was really crazy, but experiencing that, like, I know I have a lot of heart. I have a lot of yeah. heart because obviously I finished the fight. Yes. Arguably won, perhaps. Yeah. And um, it just it really made me battle tested mentally and physically, yeah. and just really tested my heart. I'm yeah. assured of myself so much now. Yeah. Because I watched it a, a few times as well, and I, I, I the first time I watched it, I said nah. He's lost it. But the second, third, fourth time that I watched it, I'm like, yeah. uh, it could have gone either way, man. But yeah. that's what I that's what I, I, I admire about you because that the heart was just like, you just kept going. Yeah. Some people would have would have just, you know. Yeah. But the other one that I saw too, man, um, was the, I think the one with the Eternal MMA 44 was with uh, Abdallah. Yes. Dude, yeah. that was a vast difference there and stuff. So what was going yeah. through your mind at that time, at that fight? So with Abdullah, yeah. man, he has a different ball game because yeah. he's so tall for the weight class. Like I'm the tall big fighter yeah. in my weight class. I tower over most opponents, but he towered over me. Mm. So it was a different ball game. I tried to stick to like my wrestling yep. and just sort of close that distance. And even when I picked him up, he was so tall I couldn't even like pull his legs out. <laughs> and he uh, it was he actually cut me in the third round. That's right, yeah. And it was a pretty big cut and it was the first time I've ever experienced a cut in my career. Yeah. I've been cut a few times since yeah, then yeah, now. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was very like eye opening. I was like, whoa, I'm cut, there's a lot of blood. Like, my vision was affected. It was very red. But um, again, my I guess my heart kicked in, my resilience and like you just you can't stop me, like yeah. I was I'm gonna fight no matter what. Yeah, awesome man. So, folks, if you um, are uh, just a casual MMA fan or, or a hardcore fan, just uh, keep an eye out for this gentleman right here. I think he's going to do well uh, in in not just the sport, with everything else in life. But uh, so, what does uh, the next five years look like to you, man? I know we can't predict and we don't have a crystal ball here, but how do you want it to look like? Man, so the next five years, like 
my market I want to approach and appeal to is Asia. Like, I love the lifestyle in Asia. Yeah, I love, like, my goal ultimately is one championship. I want to be in one championship. I want to be like Team Lakai, Manny Pacquiao. I want to give back to the Filipino people. Like, like I don't, I'm not really in this to get money and, like, money and fame is nice, obviously, but I want to have the ability and power to give back because I just feel like God's given me one life. So, you know, I want to make an impact before my time is done. Yep. You know, so I want to get into one championship. I want to make waves out there, Philippines, Thailand, Asia in general. I just want to, again, I just want to give back. That's my yeah. main goal. Well, that, that will happen because, you know, that's, that's just an outcome. The money and fame, that will, that will come with, with the stuff that you're doing, whatever yeah. it is that you're doing, you know. Whether you're, you're building houses or counting beans to fighting at a world stage, that, yeah. that will happen as long as you're dedicated and, you know. So... Folks, uh, tell us about the fight again. When is it? So May 7, uh, Eternal 59 is my fight. I'll be the first fight in the main card. Um, you can catch me, catch the fight on UFC Fight Pass, which is, um, it'll be, have good viewership, it'll be good quality, it'll be a good card, to be honest. Uh, I think it starts at 8 o'clock, the main card. Yeah, um, yeah man, it'll be, it'll be a good night. Yeah. Um, how do they get in contact with you? How do they stay in touch with you? So, you know, we, we want people to follow you and see your progress in your career. So where, where are they going to find you? So, yeah, I, I, I keep my career pretty, like, open and active. And I, I definitely keep people updated, um, mainly through my Instagram. So, Grover underscore Dela Cruz uh, is my Instagram uh, handle. So if you want to keep, keep up with my career, it's all there. I'm always posting, always keep people updated. Well, there you go, folks. All right, my man, Josh, thank you so much for your time. Um, I know that you're a busy schedule with, with uh, not just with the fight stuff. I know that uh, you and your partner are doing, doing some stuff with planning and you're going to get your car registered and stuff. Yeah. I really, man, I really appreciate your, your time. And uh, folks, keep an eye out for the article. And also, thanks for listening on the podcast. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Ah, thanks too, man. <laughs> <laughs> keep an eye out, guys. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, queries, or anything that you are unsure of, send me an email, thad at firmfocuspt.com. You can also follow me on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter.